0: You're listening to an artist's story. I'm interviewing artists to find out what inspires and influences them to create. Check out our website with an online gallery to see the artist's work as you listen to their story. You stand out, so should your website. With Landing Lion, it's easy to create a website with personalized content. Landing Lion is easy to use and allows you to create your own templates instead of having to conform to one. Craft, launch, discover with Landing Line. I interviewed Brittany Pinwee, a mixed media artist currently based out of California. Brittany is heavily influenced by geology and our relationship to nature. What in your life drives you to create art?
1: You know, for me, it's very important to create. If I don't create, it affects me on a physical level. I don't i physically don't feel well so if i'm you know i'm having ideas or visions or whatever it is i'm not creating time to to make art on a regular basis it really affects me um but beyond that beyond feeling possessed to to create work um i like to solve problems and so critical thinking is um is a large part of making artwork. You know, you, you have an idea and it starts with a vision and then a sketch. And then um, to step back and figure out how to materialize that into something um, in reality, you know, is is a problem that you have to solve. And so uh, that that is,
0: I really enjoy um, problem solving. <laughs> what do you want people to think about or feel when they see your art? Um so I think throughout history all
1: great art evokes an emotional response. So so that is the goal, um, always is to create something that makes people feel something. But um for me, my particular interest is in um systems, earth systems. I I study geology in addition to art, and I'm compelled by the human perception of the natural world, you know, how we affect the natural world and how it affects us. And so um in my work I'm using this collage aesthetic where I am collaging uh science text in the background of the work and those fragments are assembled sort of like the layers of strata beneath you know, beneath the earth's surface and, and the process of creating the painting I feel like is something similar to you know the process of the earth—it's time and space and material and decay and action and inaction—and so I feel like I want people to experience the thing as a whole, as an aesthetic experience. That, but then as they step into the work, uh, they really—they see that the mi- the microscopic pieces of the work really affects the macroscopic. It it speaks to a larger message, and that being of our natural environments
0: what's like the greatest thing in your life like the greatest thing to happen to you or someone coming to your life and how did it influence your art
1: <laughs> um i like this question because it's it's kind of complicated you know i think um i think things happen in life but. But you don't really recognize how important they are until much later. And just kind of trusting that that path that you sort of walk along is, is, uh, I think, the most important part. Because one day you wake up and you're like, aha, you know, it all makes sense. But um, Mm -hmm. I think for me that sort of started, you know, aside from doing the art classes and having really supportive parents that... You know, so we're just, like, cheerleaders on the sideline. Like, yes, you want to be an artist? We want you to be happy. Be an artist, whatever that takes. And um, I think a really significant thing that happened was uh, when I interned at uh and Contemporary in New Orleans, you know, this opened my eyes to the depth of the art world. Um, besides the artists and, and the artwork that they're creating and having access to artists at a different level, uh, collectors and galleries and auction houses, museums, art fairs, biennials. Um, you know, I that was invaluable experience to see what goes beyond the construction of the work. You know, the concepts and the craft of making the artwork. Um, and aside from having, I think that internship, which I was, I was very young. I wasn't ready to use all that information at that time. But you know, I was. Keeping it in the database, and then um further than that, uh studying abroad, um I studied in Greece and Japan, and then later did artist residencies in New York and North Carolina and Alaska and so for my personal growth and um those sort of things led to more opportunities, and you know it just keeps going the more you put yourself out there so uh yeah, all of those things combined.
0: <laughs> On the other side of that, what's the worst thing or how have the hardest things in your life influenced your work?
1: You know, I think being an artist, it is a blessing and a curse. Uh, you know, you are able to translate so many things, but you also feel so many things at the same time and and you're the conduit of information. It's sort of like things that are external to you are being filtered into you and then out of you through the work that you're creating. And um, I feel like opposition, for some people, may be debilitating. For me, it's more inspiring. For some reason, it, it creates more energy. You know, I have, it's sort of the fight or flight, uh, feeling of having to survive. So anytime I've had, um, any sort of pain or sorrow or some tremendous challenge I've had to face, uh, I felt like, you know, in that moment it was very difficult to get through, but then once I've sort of got past dealing with it, it became, uh, fire beneath me to really, like, overcome, Um, So I welcome challenges. I don't love them, but uh, it it definitely does inspire me to work harder.
0: Out of everything, what do you think has influenced you the most? Do you think it's been the balance between your conflict and your successes or something else?
1: Think What inspires me most? I mean, I think those are motivators. I think conflict becomes um appropriate into motivation in a way but i think uh what inspires me most is really um is is sort of i mean this is going to sound well let me get into it so i think uh, i think nature and, and geology and earth like i think that as human beings we have sort of this like hubris that uh the ego you know is this thing and we're the you know the the ultimate beings on this planet and in the universe and I think that um I think that nature has something you know is sort of putting us in our place especially recently with lots of activity around the world whether it's um earthquakes or um hurricanes or flooding uh all these things um you know, despite advances in technology, I feel like there's something to be said for these things we can't control or predict, you know. Um, and that that's inspiring to me. You know, I, right now, at the moment, I'm living in California for a few months and I'm super inspired by San Andreas Fault, which is 750 miles of from, like, California to Mexico. And, you know, that is a gigantic scale of which, you know, people will really be affected by a mass earthquake. But um, the the cost of living here is so ridiculous. And and the density of people, 4 million people in one area in Los Angeles, you know, like, we sort of, we put ourselves in these places and, and we insist, but then, like, we're not in control of the entirety of it. And I feel like that sense of control is really inspiring to me. It's It sort of puts us in our place, you know, um, I guess in, uh, antiquity, you know, this would be like into God, you know, God is exacting revenge on us or we're suffering for this consequence or, you know, these are things that are happening, but really it's nature. It's earth. This is an earth process. And it's, it's been around since the beginning of time and it, it will be around, you know, beyond us. And, um, and I sort of like the existence of that.
0: In some of your work, I noticed that you chose to include some historical figures. What was the inspiration behind that?
1: Um, I think I think that uh there's an interesting juxtaposition which is happening, you know. What I'm try- what I aim to do in the work is is uh, sort of juxtapose the human understanding or perception of the world around us and and sort of what's happened, what the earth is doing. And um, they don't always align, you know. Uh, I so I, in studying geology, I'd gotten to collect uh, a bunch of scientific Americans from the seventies onward and and a lot of that became reference material and resources for the background of my work. And some of that information definitely changed from the seventies to to present day. And um, you know, we're still trying to get a grasp on reality. What is what is this thing? Because what's happening in the world around us, our environments, um, our landscapes, our geology, is really what affects us as human beings. So whether we live in the desert or the, you know, the bird foot delta of Louisiana, whatever it is, we have these um, these environmental things that, that control our lives, you know, like flooding in New Orleans this past summer. That was not expected. I was still there for that. But a couple of feet of flooding in Mid-City, like, you know, we thought that we are sort of, you know, we have urban design and development together and we don't we don't have it figured out you know there's a bigger control and and we're still trying to get a grasp on it and um yeah i i like the sense that we don't know everything and and to some degree we have to admit that but we we are curious creatures and we're still trying to figure it out so it's an exploration of those ideas
0: I noticed you had a piece about the California wildfires, and I was wondering how being around all that influenced you, especially because you draw so heavily from our relationship with nature. You
1: no, know, go. So, so I came to California in October. I guess it was the beginning of October. I got here, and as soon as I got here, there was all this news about these wildfires, and and you know, I obsessively watched all of the local news, I listen to the radio, you know, I, I mean, this is a really, uh, well to do area. I mean, extremely expensive real estate, you know, the people that are creating businesses up there and it's all obliterated by flames. Um, I mean, that was so powerful to me and coming from new Orleans, you know, I felt like I went from, from water to fire, <laughs> uh for a second it was sort of like an episode of game of thrones but um i i mean that that is just i don't know it's something to be spoken for is that we you know it doesn't matter how much money we're making or or the community you know that that people have settled along a coastline and have built a community of wealth and prosperity and uh you know nature has no regard for that it doesn't care and, um, I mean, that sort of like got into the depths of my bones. And the thing with the, the fault lines, um, I took a couple of field trips since I've been out here. I went to, uh, Trona, California to mine some salt crystals. And then later I went to San Diego to mine for, uh, tourmalines and things. And, um, there were some people talking about the fault line, and I was like, oh, yeah, San Andreas fault. And then I was obsessively, I checked out books at the library and listening to podcasts, and, I mean, I got really deep into the trenches of this thing because uh, it's been 300 years since the last time it happened in Los Angeles, and it's sort of overdue from what we can understand what predictions are. But the scale of which that will affect people is, is really massive. and they don't know when it will happen and so I, I i mean for me like that's just such a powerful force you know um.
0: you stand out so should your website with landing line it's easy to create a website with personalized content Landing Lion is easy to use and allows you to create your own templates instead of having to conform to one. Craft, launch, discover with Landing Lion. Thanks for listening to An Artist's Story. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Also, be sure to go on our website and check out the artists.